Hello and welcome to Bit and Bar Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. It's very exciting this week because it's all about superheroes. Not just on this podcast about superheroes, but literally everywhere you look, everywhere you turn, you will see an Avenger or two. Yes. Shall we, shall we spend this episode like inventing heroes who get maybe one minute worth of screen time and then move on? I can't believe Marvel bought the rights to Armful Off Boy to put into the Avengers Infinity War film. We we can definitely do that, Jade. It. However, you should realise it will make you draw them. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I this don't want to make true. a crappy poster with it's just floating heads. Oh, <laughs> maybe you do. I, I'd love to see your take on it, Jade. No, no. Don't being as your this. Being as you're both very good at composition and very good at faces, surely this plays to your strengths, right? Uh. If anything, if you look back over the, all the illustrations, you'll realise that my strength is actually full-body people doing really goofy shit. <laughs> well, shall we uh, come up with a full-body person doing goofy shit? Yes, please. Okay, we will do, but first of all, we need to read some inspiration, potentially a superhero or two or three or 50. How many main characters are there in the Avengers again? 49? Something like that? I have no idea. Has anyone read a comic with 49 main characters in it? Oh, actually me. Jade? <laughs> one Jade? Piece? <laughs> no, not One Piece. Um, I I picked up um, this massive hardback book that Dean got me for my birthday a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so I've been reading Valve Presents The Sacrifice and Other Steam-Powered Stories. Oh. Uh, it's a collection of uh, Valve Games-inspired comics, so it includes Left 4 Dead, um team fortress 2 and portal and hmm. uh it, it's just like they're not spin-offs technically they're like they continue the existing storylines and expand on like the characters backstories and things um but like i really like them because they have really tantalizing artwork and well-designed page layouts which is i mean for when they came out that was quite unusual for like comics based on existing properties um uh, like particularly yeah. games you know yeah, a lot of licensed comics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'd just be a typical house style. Exactly. The and characters. these totally aren't. Like the the art styles really vary. Um I particularly like how funny and clever the Team Fortress 2 ones are. Like the the storyline really goes off. Um and the excellent cartooning of like y- you can recognize these characters anywhere. So they have to give them life while at the same time making them, you know, stay on model. Um, but I also found the Portal comics really formative because they use three different styles of artwork to convey what's happening inside someone's head and mm. then in a dying corporation. And obviously, if you've played the games, you know exactly what corporation that is. And then um, another style for the murals that a character paints on the walls of this dying corporation. Um, and I, if you've seen my work, you know that I love comics that use different styles for a specific purpose. Um, the only thing I don't like about this collection is that there's no, like, I've looked throughout the whole thing and there's a massive page, um, on the inside cover that's got like all these vice presidents and vice chair editor, blah, blah, blah. There's nowhere that says who fucking drew these comics. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So when I got this years ago, I had to really dig to figure out who drew the Team Fortress 2 comics. I found them eventually, but they're very like private and stuff so yeah it's it's bizarre that they don't like champion these creators i'm wagging my finger at you valve 
That's like, come on. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Shit, Jade. She's she's wagging your finger, Valve. But I Gabe. mean, artists, I know you're out there. Your work is very good in this. They're very, very good. All right. I look forward to you trying to tag this in the recommendations on Wednesday. I'll, I'll just tag it to Valve and be like, hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, mm. you piece of beautiful human being. <laughs> Hello. Um, what have you been reading? Well, I've, I've gone down a different route this week because it's, it's not one for me to be recommending a horror comic. Have, heaven forbid, <laughs> should I ever recommend anything You're horror-based. Joking. What? Sure. Uh, so this week I've been reading uh, Redlands by Jordi Belair, uh, Vanessa Del Rey, Clayton, and Clayton Cowles. Ooh. Um, it's it's about these three witches who are effectively running this town in the deep south, um, but it it needs sacrifices to kind of keep it going and like keep their secrets safe and stuff. Okay. Oh, whoopsie poopsie. Yeah. Um, this. This book got me immediately like interested because of how it's almost tonally it changed. Um, like the first issue had a very much like an assault on precinct thirteen feel about all these okay. about all of these uh, cops holed up in their um, offices whilst these witches are kind of causing a ruckus all around them. Um, hmm. And then issue two comes along and it's more of a kind of almost like a cop drama now with these three witches kind of running the place. It's, like, okay. oh, it's a tonal kind of change because uh, it starts mm. off with this burning tree with these three nooses hanging down, and it's a really striking first page. Great. Um, hmm. But no, it's really good. Um, I won't go into much more about it in terms of content. Um, the art is really good. Um, the colors are really like a lot of like rich reds and just like I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago with Girl from the Other Side and like those mm. those heavy inks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the got those humming well. inks. The, the, the <laughs> That's a, that's a good thing. I might, we might try and coin that one in our uh, BBRP dictionary. Those humming inks. Those humming inks. Mm. Yeah. Shall uh, we define good. that again for anyone who didn't listen to last week's? Uh, yeah. So um, Josh mentioned about how sometimes uh, hink, inks that are so heavy and so um, tactile can create just this um, atmosphere and feeling of tension while mm. reading a comic without really portraying anything specific um and i guess uh red rum was it red rum <laughs> no that, that that was that was a horse in the shining i think wasn't it yes oh, uh, uh red redlands redlands sorry uh you said redlands also has that sort of tone to it due to the the hummingings mm-hmm. mm-hmm. thank you very much josh for sharing that with us for me though you know it's it's that most special time of the year. Let me guess, we you get, watched another film. We we have Marvel coming out with the Avengers. And not leading me, towards a good end to that. And it reminds me of what I love about comic books, and that's films. And <laughs> convoluted <Wait>. events. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 100% joking. I've actually been reading Hawkeye, My Life is a Weapon. Oh, oh cool. There we go. Which is an excellent comic written by Matt Fraction, art by uh, David Aja and Javier Pulido, uh, colors by Matt Hollingsworth, and letters by Chris uh, Eliopoulos. And I think I think we've all read this, haven't we, by this time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm, yes. We all have a little bit of grounded, down-to-earth, no-magical-armor bullshit Hawkeye. And this is basically what his story is about, him uh, sort of tackling these threats without the use of anything special, just a dude in his bow, and he's very conscious about how 
he is just a dude and his bow throughout this and, whole comic. And his dog. And his young friend who is a girl and <laughs> and 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 his, his young friend as uh, who is a young girl that's also Hawkeye. Yes. Jade. Um but yeah, it's it really drew me in because of, of, of its art, basically. Um, David Ayer is just incredible with his inks and how he lays out a page. If you want Dean on board with your comic, don't do not do your your nine panel uh, pages. That that makes me snooze. S- sorry. Sorry, David Gibbons and, <laughs> and uh, Alan Moore, but your pages make me snooze. I want exciting layouts, and this is what... Um, Hawkeye Rude, that's just... that's the comics laureate you're talking about, man. Mm. So it's 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 taste. It's I taste. Know, I know. My... Like, well, Watchmen <clears throat> is one of the few comics that does the nine panels well, uh, layout well, I guess. But what well, it it uses it. It just doesn't just yeah paste it on there to tell. But anyway, anyway. You, you're talking about Hawkeye, and yeah. holy fuck, uh, I love the graphic design on that series. Yes. Mm. Uh, of course, it's all like blues and purples and targets everywhere, but mm. the pages are just like sublime as well. Like. Uh, like you said, they're kind of graphic designy. So whenever Hawk, uh, Hawkeye uses uh, a trick arrow, they'll just be like a nice, almost demonstrative arrow, uh, p- uh, panel of how or what that arrow is and how it's used. So it's just like this is a boomerang arrow, and you see like the back of it and the front of it, and they all look very unique. But one of my favorite pages is um, Hawkeye's doing some archery inside his apartment with uh, I, b- I believe it's uh, Lady Hawkeye. Female Hawkeye. Hawkeye Eater. Kate, Kate Bishop is her name. Kate Bishop. Thank you, Josh. You can just call her Kate um, Bishop or Hawkeye. They they have to have the same name, don't they? But uh, they're doing some... Uh, Hawkeye's doing some... Clint is doing some uh, archery. And uh, she says like the word the words, that's cool. But each syllable is its own uh, panel. As Hawkeye's firing a bow in slow motion. It's just like a perfect example of how um, the comics medium can be used to sort of warp your own sense of uh, time and how time moves on a page. And it's, mwah, it's beautiful. I love that it's beautiful shit. stuff. I've stolen mm. that for several comics. <laughs> I think it's also quite interesting in terms of David's art because, um, well, not even that. It's a shout out to the colorist on mm. Hawkeye because I've read um, Matt Fraction and David did a run on... Um, Immortal Iron Fist with Ed Brubaker. Um, oh, really? And it's really interesting to see the, the how much change a colorist can make because it, it almost mm. totally. Tr- I I completely. I think I read Hawkeye first, and then mm. I read Iron Fist, and I didn't realize it was David's art for most of it. Oh goodness! Because it, it really does like the power of the colorist here. Mm. Oh yeah, like I mentioned Watchmen, and like that is a comic that is fucking hinged on the colorist. I swear. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Matt Hollingsworth, shout out to you. I think we should all say his name once because we said Matt's and David's names so often. So yeah, okay, Matt Hollingsworth. <laughs> Matt Hollingsworth, and now Matt's Holl- in the same and now way, we've summoned him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh hi, Matt. And I'd like to welcome our guest today. It's Matt Hollingsworth. Um, but thank you so much for your work on the colors and for Matt, David, Javier, and Chris as well. Beautiful comic, Hawkeye. My life is a weapon. Pick it up. It ain't no house style bullshit. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of house style bullshit, oh, no. Marvel, Marvel mm. as a company, they're releasing a film this week called uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh-huh. You've mentioned it a couple of times in the ten minutes we've been on air. They are our biggest rivals this week in terms of superhero content. 
Okay. So what what do businesses do when there's a big rival coming at them? Oh, they go the whole hog with their PR. A smear campaign. You're both just excellent in terms of business uh, suggestions, but we're going to shamelessly ape them. We're going to... This is the Avengers Infinity War list of characters that we're going to smush together. What? So, I've got a list of the 49 main characters of Avengers Infinity War. Right. Are we making an Avengers OC? Is this very similar to our Pacific Rim name generator? Yeah. It's almost identical to our Pacific Rim name name generator. Cool. Um, Are you on board, Jade? No, but let's continue. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to randomly select two of these uh, superheroes and side characters. Have you thought this through, by the way? You really haven't. Because we're going to get the incredible Gamora and it's going to be... oh. No, that's the thing. We're going to take one character, one the first part of one character's name, and then the last part of another character's name, and then oh, we're going to smush Oh, look, we've him. got Iron Fist and <laughs> and uh, someone... Oh, Spider-Man, and... Oh, we've got Iron Man. Did you think this through? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, there'll be contingencies in place, okay? Okay. We, we won't do this absolutely blindly. Well, Jade, everybody, watch us go into this blindly, despite mm. what Dean says. Give me a number between 1 and 49. 39. Uh, so, 30, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Well, let's go into this blindly. Number uh, 9 is M'Baku. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Josh, give me a number between 1 and 49 that isn't 39. Um, 12. Ooh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That is... Bucky Barnes slash White Wolf. So, Mbaku okay. Barnes? White Mbaku. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Jay, give me a number between 1 and 20. Oh my god, Dean, this is a terrible idea. It, it's a brilliant idea. 18. It just needs, it just needs a little bit of a... Uh, okay, here we go. 18 is uh, Wanda Maximoff slash Scarlet Witch. Okay. Which wolf? Which Barnes? Bookie Witch. White <laughs> White Wonder. Which Barnes isn't bad? Um, <laughs> or or which wolf? I like which wolf, Josh. Um, uh, which wolf? I guess. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're doing which wolf? <laughs> we salvaged something. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure with the the sheer power of editing, uh, we can figure this out. Okay. That's Josh's superpower. Well, the the obvious route would be like a witch that is a wolf. Trans- yeah, is a wolf. So maybe let's try and come up with something a bit more clever. Yes, I agree. Witch wolf with which? I just keep on okay, thinking Josh. that there's like a pack of wolves, and then we're trying to figure out which one is the hero. Yeah, I was thinking oh, like witch, w- is witch in wolf question mark. <laughs> <laughs> which wolf is witch wolf? Can we run with that? Yeah, let's change witch to like W-H-I-C-H. No, wait. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, <laughs> let's do both, right? Maybe there's a pack of wolves and one of them is a witch. <laughs> but which wolf is the witch wolf? Okay. All right. right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Are you into that, Jade? Yep. How do, this seems like a one trick pony though. So like, how do we expand on this? 
A one-trick wolf. <laughs> no, uh, which wolf, Jane? Um, which wolf is the one-trick wolf? <laughs> Hi, it's Dean from Bitten by Radioactive Podcast. We've got one joke this week, and we're going to milk it for its worth. Um, if you don't like that, then send us a suggestion for another joke pretty quick. Right, which wolf? A long time ago, there was a pack of wolves. One of them went into a magical cave, and they came out with a magical witch hat. But then it's very them... easy to tell which one is the witch wolf. Not if they hide the hat. Where do they hide the hat, Dean? They kind of like huddle together and they just kind of like jump on it. Okay. They like sit on it. Okay, is, we, need, we need... Wait, is this a witch that possesses any of the wolves in this huge pack? Hmm. Mm. Okay, maybe, maybe witch wolf, I-T-C-H wolf, is a ghost. Yeah. I f- you seem to have two fallbacks, don't you, Dean? So I seem to remember you mentioning that there was a ghost <laughs> in the uh, coil of balance. Don't talk one. to me about coil of balance. <laughs> <laughs> I like my ghosts. You like your and ghosts like and you like your animals. animals. And, and I this don't think hero. they need to be a ghost, but they can be a character that possesses. Sort of, um, ooh, taking an inspiration from Avengers Infinity War, perhaps it's kind of like a Doctor Strange situation where they can leave this mortal plane but not um you know die or anything yeah and so they, they have can... a body somewhere like an original body and mm. maybe that was in the cave so they're astral projecting into wolves yes yes okay a very particular pack of wolves though okay um right so let's go to our usual way of figuring out how these heroes work how does a pack of wolves solve a crime or, or <laughs> stop a crime from happening with their teeth Okay, that sounds very violent. Mm, well, it's it's a witch possessing uh, a wolf. So they're going to have like various magical abilities um, combined with the wolf's own uh, agility and dexterity. There's going to be quite an efficient crime-fighting superhero, don't you think? I guess. Um, it's going to be more a case of... Um, it depends on the pack as well. Like, are we going to include the pack in this superhero? Are they going to be um, on the prowl as well? Well, I was they- picturing like the witch possesses, but she like she doesn't just possess like the alpha wolf, like the leader. She just issues commands from whichever one she's possessing. Okay. Like the possession isn't to gain the power of a particular wolf it's just to evade capture oh i see okay so like if one wolf is taken down they just blip into another one it doesn't bother them hmm see uh, you, you make it sound like these wolves are gonna pick get picked off every time they go like solve a, a crime well that's the thing maybe this is an issue like this witch is a part of this wolf's family like this wolf pack's family but they're also not they're they're fighting in a way that is using them more like pawns rather than like family so maybe we could have like two sides to this comic where Hmm. you know they actually speak with the wolf pack in more calm moments yeah like when they've retreated and we get some insight into the family dynamics and then in the fights we can't hear what the wolves are thinking because we're seeing from the perspective of the criminals oh that, that's quite. I like the idea of having like a solid relationship with the wolves. Yeah, but it's like it's a tense one because, like I said, the witch is just 
flinging them at a problem mm. as if they're disposable. They're playing a high-risk game with the wolves. Mm. Okay. Yes, I like this. Um, it might be difficult to sort of change that perspective halfway through in a comic without being a little jarring. Well, um, it could just be like whenever they're not um, near other human beings. So like when they've retreated to their, their home base, wherever that is, in, mm. in uh, the mountains. I don't know anything about wolves, I've realized. The magical forest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Josh, thoughts? <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Um, <laughs> Can't come back to me later. All right. Um, I'm going to listen out for that gasp. Um, Josh so, is going to enter the meditation chamber and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. get right back to him. Okay. Um, he's, he's astral projecting mm. into somewhere far more pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, witch wolf. Yeah. So this first wolf finds this witch's cave or this witch's mm -hmm. place wherever they're hiding out. Yeah. And what happens? Do they have a conversation or does this witch just fucking blip in no no how do you do just i'm taking that you mean kind of like the witch in uh tangled uh she just blips in uh the witch what? in brave <laughs> cool i was confused for a long time there um it's kind of like the witch in brave does she what she kind of blips in and out and everywhere right i guess no i think that's just a scene where she leaves yeah i think i think merida goes home for a day comes back and the witch is gone yeah. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I, I, I'm trying to think of other films, but all I can think about is Avengers Infinity War. Don't, don't well, think about if other you want films. to, how about the witch was raised by the wolves? How about that? That's hmm. No, let's expand on this a little bit more. Uh, the witch was raised by the wolves and left, and the wolves were all very um sad that she left. Maybe she had to. Uh, ooh, ooh, no, no. Maybe the the witch was spiritual spirited away from the wolves from a young age and the wolves have been frantically trying to find her again but gave up because it's been months or years or something and then this uh this one wolf wanders into a cave and finds that she's been studying the arcane arts and now she um has become a little bit twisted from that which is why she's uh treating these wolves as pawns in her fight against crime because she's trying to crack down the criminals or spirits or entities that spirited her away shebang How's so that? no more tension because they are family tension because they are family but she doesn't remember them because her mind's been twisted over years of studying magic wait where where, where does the spirited away thing by someone and then she happens to be found in a cave come into it um she manages to break away or she well that's part of the mystery isn't it she either breaks away from them or she gets dumped by them or something and now she's trying to find the truth who caused all of this to happen to her and to her family the wolves that she doesn't quite Wait, remember she knows because she was spirited away by them dean you are the king yeah. of plot holes <laughs> okay i i i'm passing the baton cool Let's go right back. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Wolf finds witch in a cave. Right. What happens next? <laughs> she gets spirited away. No, you fucker. <laughs> uh, Wolf finds witch in a cave. 
which has plans to fight crime, but is too frail to do so by... Nope, I got it. There it is. Here we go. She... Okay. He's back. The witch already had powers before they met the wolf pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason that they were abandoned is because of their crazy, um, almost like astral projection powers were deemed unnatural, so they were left in the forest. Picked up by this nice. wolf pack, who they learn how to do this stuff. They work together. The astral projection isn't really an issue, because it's a way of that they can actually communicate. Because obviously, mm. wolves and people don't really talk talk good. Yeah, no. maybe maybe it's like uh, something that develops over time. Like, they show the wolves that they can help with things. So, like, where <laughs> picture uh, a wolf with a stick in its mouth... And it's clunking against two fence poles, right? Uh-huh. A wolf isn't smart enough to turn the wood, but then which possesses them, turns it, gets them through, and they're like, oh, oh, I see. You are helpful. Oh, so like the, the witch is sort of teaching them through the astral projection. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay, I like that. And now into where we can go in terms of fighting crime, mm-hmm. maybe we can go down the good old environmental route of some sort of deforestation okay yeah hmm because obviously it's going to be weird like it's not going to make sense if just a pack of wolves and this one which just goes in to stop a bank robbery yeah it probably has to be a bit more the old standby yeah (laughs) that would be so good though imagine that oh that that will be some end game territory don't worry there will be a bank that will be visited by a pack of wolves can this deforestation threat be magical as well Uh. um Think more Stranger Things, where there's, like, plants are dying, the soil's turning uh, foul, people don't know why, and it doesn't make sense to any natural science that uh, we know, but maybe there's magic being siphoned out of this. Or what about something way simpler? What if we set this in a more rudimentary time period where wood was actually um, a highly in-demand resource? Yes. And so you've got other magical people who are maybe not as talented as our leading witch, mm. but you know they they got cauldrons to to set on fire and shit, mm. so they need a lot of firewood and stuff. The Great Witch Wars. Well, no. they wouldn't be that great. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be very um, basic witches. Okay, I I I like the idea of a, a sort of a, a period superhero that's um, defending the forest from deforestation because hey. Um, back in the old 1800s, industrialization, people needed wood for that. It was a a pretty bad time to be a tree. Mm-hmm. An awful time, in fact. So, let's recap. Uh, mm-hmm. Witch is found and adopted by a pack of wolves mm-hmm. because they were cast out by their family or, well, wherever they were from because they were super powerful at astral projection. Are yep. we assuming they have any other powers? Um, they could have like a few basic witchy spells. I'd I'd assume like conjuring and yeah, basic elemental of, stuff. Maybe maybe nothing terribly offensive. Yeah, um, like astral projection is their thing, so they can do other things at a very basic level. Hmm. I maybe they can conjure quite well. They can uh, create illusions, mm. um, but nothing. They can't change this world. Let's. Let's keep that as a main theme that okay. they can't they can't physically change the world with their yeah. magic. Okay. Which is what um, they have to I'm just to... trying to think of what they can do with this wolf pack in terms of like 
strategically maybe maneuvering a particular wolf into a place and then using this conjuring magic to make someone think that actually this wolf is a massive bear. See, that's good. Yeah. Imagine then you have a young wolf who's um, maybe like a month or so old. I forget how quickly dogs grow, but they're small enough to like perhaps fit between um, the wood panels on a home or something. Mm -hmm. Or they're able to get under the, the porch or whatever and inside. And once they're inside, they have to perhaps interrogate a, a person or scare them out of the house. And so they can use the conjuring powers to make that wolf seem massive and scary and snarling. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What if... Crooked. Wait, what if we go a little bit more like um, Pompoko? So, like, they, the witch can also conjure, like, human-esque forms. So this wolf can infiltrate, but then look like <laughs> like a detective or whatever and just be, like, interviewing these people. Uh, I like this superhero, Witch Tanuki. <laughs> Well, think about it. Wouldn't that be really useful? It would be, but then we're we're losing a little bit of the 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 special wolf element. You know, I you guess. said it yourself um, uh, about creativity. Well, about what about s- limiting it then? Because limitations are helpful towards creativity. So that's that's the stuff. It's okay. a situation where yes, the witch can conjure a humanoid form, but that's it. It's a conjuring, so they they have to use their voice to speak and they're very sort of young and high-pitched in voice. <laughs> um, and what if, like, they don't quite know how a human works and so they kind of waddle and they, like, yeah. hold their arms out really goofily? Yep. Let's add a little bit of comedy to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we got a nice nice power set we're 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 pretty solid we've got a good hero so these infiltration tactics would be used to say find out where um the forest is going to be hit next blah 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 Mm. and then they'll retreat back to the rest of the pack and inform them like oh yeah we know this area is going to be hit next we need to set up a perimeter blah 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 so it's it's a very strategic hero yes because they've got many pawns right and they can Mm. switch between those pawns exactly um, if you think about it, so um, they can make uh, one one wolf chase a person, and then while they're doing that, they can have another wolf like intercept as well if they're like on a horse or a wagon or something. What if um, instead of because we've got more of a family dynamic going on now, the tension instead comes from perhaps pushing these wolves too far? Like imagine if this witch possesses a, a particularly old member of the family. Oh. And they're chasing a villain, and it's like, no, my legs can't take this. And the witch is like, just a little further, and ends up like seriously injuring this old wolf. Oh, Jade, don't. It's very sad, but I think, you know, it'll teach this witch a lesson that they have to think about all these family members as individuals instead of, you know, chess pieces. Each wolf has their own strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Mm. And they have to take that into account. This isn't like an army of foot soldiers. Yes. Okay. That sounds very good. It turns out Jade is pretty good at uh, making comics about dogs. <laughs> this is the key. Just make dogs. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. Can't mention dogs. <gasps> They're wolves. And not not involve sidetrack. Oh, no. How can we, we can't have sidetrack s- into this? Hmm. Side wolf. Side wolf. Hmm. Wolf track. Could. The wolf. When when do they start doing uh, like the railroads? Um, about the time we're setting this comic. <laughs> oh, are we going to be having a colonial sidetrack, P- pilgrim yes. sidetrack? 
Sidetrack is going to be the enemy in this, surely, if um, they're trying to build the railroads and he no, needs rail to function. Bang out, that's it. No. <laughs> and that's how I get them. That's how I get them, folks, to bang out a Sidetrack's idea. Make them what if, them. no, wait, what if Sidetrack is with the enemies, but but the witch manages to communicate with them and they help? Have we got some sort of fox and the hound thing going on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I just had a good idea to ditch him, and now you're bringing him back. <laughs> um, but speaking of which, we do need um, a, view, a few villains, a, th- a few threats. Um, so w- witchy railroad people. Cool. Glad we covered witch, that. Witchy railroad people. Um, I have an idea for one. Uh, there was a, a rush going on during uh, this time, because I'm... I'm I'm imagining sort of a um, a fr- frontier American kind of vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got your steam engines, you got your lumber factories, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. But one rush that was going on at the same time was an oil rush, right. um, and a lot of these uh, very foresty places um, had massive reserves under them. So, what if there was um, like people trying to get the oil? But the oil was also like a source of magic as well. Uh, not just something that um, people want to bottle, like bottle that oil slash magic, but also something that grants powers to uh, Witch Wolf. So if they drain the oil, then you're going to drain her powers as well. Wait, 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 wait. Are we saying this witch is powered? By- is this. F- hey, uh, I need a drink. Oh, not diesel. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> Less of, um, I, I need a drink of magic, please. More <laughs> of a, um, it's more of a, uh, co- it contains magic. It's more of a magic sponge, the oil, and it sort of emanates it. Because it, it is, like, made of old bones and dinosaurs, you know. Dinosaurs are pretty magical. Hmm. Um, we're all about nature here, so. Could it perhaps lead to the witch having to give up their powers then later on? Perhaps, or moving to another location where there's more magic in the ground, you know? Mm. It might be a good way to sort of have a change of setting um, maybe midway through the comic. I just, it kind of conflicts a bit because in order to use their powers, they need a source of oil, but they're also anti-deforestation and... Uh, Well, they need the oil to be in the ground, though. Right. You know? um, Why? Because... If it's drawn out the, okay, ditch that idea. Um, there's there's people who want to drain the oil and they're going to ruin the forest. We'll take them out. Uh, there's a the person who turns into an oil person. Oh, that could work. Do they sing a very weird, sexy song that goes toxic nope. love? Jade, Jade, <laughs> I'm gonna. They sound a bit like Tim Curry. <laughs> I'm gonna spritz you in a bit. I'm gonna get my little water ball out and spritz you. I'm sorry. We don't. We are kind of leaning that way, though, aren't we? <laughs> oh no, we've, we've um, got no. This isn't fairies versus corporations. This is a massive, violent pack of wolves. And a, this, is, a mess- this is about family sticking together. Could there be another pack of animals that have some sort of witch, such as mm. bears? No, wait. We've already mentioned a particular bear witch that rubbed us up the wrong way earlier. <laughs> Maybe not Beth. Uh, Wait a minute. No, 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 no. No, are we missing out a potential link to the Salem witch trials here? How so? Um, well, that happened I much. Mean, 
Those were like grim fucking dark times. Oh, I know. Um, and they happened like hundreds of years before we're playing with set this comic. But maybe can we do something with that? Um, I know I've not been exactly firing on all cylinders this episode, but maybe um, the witch trials, something, something. You can't just keep saying something to do with witch trials. Actually go somewhere with it or we're going to move on. What if their powers... Um, no, move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Simple as. Listen, sometimes you got to know when to drop an idea, kill your darlings. Like it's hot, yes. Um, mm. So uh, uh, another witch with another pack of animals. Um, See, I don't like so that. Something- oh. Because um, we've kind of come up with this really neat idea. Maybe it's more a witch that's taking advantage, like full blown advantage of nature yeah i was gonna say like okay. maybe because none of the other witches have the power of astral projection that's as strong as our witch also we mm-hmm. need to give this witch a name we keep saying the wolf witch but their name is which wolf? which wolf um their name is uh wendy wags <laughs> if you want i can come up with a name by using the uh, uh, actor's name instead of the super person's name from this generator or we could not tie this any more to infinity war than we already have. Mm. their name is chadwick cumberpatch <laughs> robert downey their hemsworth name. wow no. <laughs> oh it's tom renner stop sebastian johansson oh my um, God. <laughs> um their name is which because they were raised by wolves they don't got a name okay. unless it's like fang or ghost or Oh, okay, um, so we can use that that second name that I came up with, Wags. <laughs> Wags the witch. Wags. This is this is your episode now, Jade. You got Wags the witch, the witch wolf, the Excellent. wolf witch. That's, that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> witch wolf is the wolf witch. Is it Wags the witch wolf? <laughs> is Wags the witch wolf in which you're uh, con- thinking of? Wh- whittle me this. Which wolf <laughs> is the wolf witch? <laughs> is it Wags the witch wolf? <laughs> Well, fuck's sake! <laughs> wouldn't you realize? <laughs> so wags. Yes. Um. So wags comes across another witch that's hiding out in the forest. Mm. But they're using animals like by, I don't know, perhaps like poisoning, uh, poisoning, poisoning, poisoning them, poisoning like a particular watering hole. Ooh. But with mm. like not not to kill them, but with like a potion that controls them or something. That could be cool. Or makes them super violent, so the people who are kind of chopping down the trees won't go near that particular area. Hmm. So they're like an ice isolationist witch. They're yeah. Just... So like they're not they're not thinking of the forest at large or the good of everyone. They're just like, well, it won't come near me. That suits me just fine. That brings up cool. an interesting thing, actually, because in the one way, obviously, this witch is accomplishing the same thing that Wags wants not deforestation, but the way that they're going about it is that they're manipulating animals, much like yeah. wags mm. would, but against their <laughs> will. So it's kind of like... yeah. So uh, in one way, wags' will is not like this witch's will, but wags the witch wolf wants one way to present prevent this really bad thing, and the other witch wants one other really bad way to really prevent this really bad thing from stop (laughs) so many w's um but this this would kind of cause doubt in wags because they'd be like am i 
am I doing this wrong? Like, am I hurting mm. you guys? And and they'd be like, no, no, we're family and family sticks together and we help each other. And like, this would be a little while after the, uh, the, the wags learns they can't push mm. like mm. the older members or the more frail members too far. And they can't um, put the younger ones in too much danger, you know? Yeah. Mm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's throw out a few other villains before we wrap this up. Okay, how do we involve stopping a bank robbery? Because this is, you know, something we mentioned right at the beginning. We need it. Well, if it's if it's frontier America, then there's going to be outlaws. Uh huh. And uh, evil cowboys that want. Hmm. Oh, could could we have uh, the wolf pack try and uh, maybe free some cows that have been driven across the country by taking out the uh, the rustlers that are stealing them? That could be cool. That's not a bad idea. I wonder if um, the setup could be something like they were actually, like, just a couple of the wolves were in town. One was assisting the other one that's possessed by wags, and they're Mm. doing a bit more infiltration to find out more about the sort of the witches that are. No, sorry, it's the railroad people now, isn't it? That are causing deforestation. Yeah. So they're, like, doing a bit more spying. But then they spot these rustlers. Yeah, and like, Wait, we can't just leave them. No, um, especially, oh, especially if they are buffalo and not cows. Oh. Because, um, well, we all know what happened to the buffaloes, right? Elaborate. Um, they were uh hunted to extinction by um American settlers. Okay. Um, so perhaps they are um. These outlaws are planning to rustle this uh, migrating herd of buffalo, and they got it all set up. And then um, they try and enact that plan after planning it in maybe the the local saloon or um, out in a camp or something that these two wolves spot. And then it's up to uh, Wags, the wolf witch, to sort them out, plan a tactical um, exfiltration of that herd of buffalo in order to save them. And could we have like uh, a moment with this other wolf? This this sidekick is actually perhaps sort of a, a parental figure to Wags, mm. and they're like, "No, we need to. We we came. We got what we wanted. We need to go and look after our own." And this could be after the incident with the isolationist witch. And so Wags is like, "What? You want to be just like her? Huh?" Oh, a conflict. Yeah. A conflict mm. of uh, doodads. That'd no, we be good. need to help everyone. And of course, um. That's what a hero does. Yes, they would help everyone. So maybe uh, another time there could be um, travelers who are weary and they're they're starving or something and they can't find anything to eat. Maybe they're up the mountains mountains or something and then Mm. these wolves can hunt a little little bite to eat for them and lead them to the nearest village. Yeah, you got to have little things as well, you know? It's not always about violence. It's it's about helping people. Survival, especially Mm. in those times. Yeah, I like that. Shall we uh, put this story to bed then? Sure. Unless we got one. What? Any? Any last ideas? Well, I'd just like to point out that we didn't actually sort out any kind of bank scene, but I like the buffalo thing, anyway, so that's fine. Well, uh, bank scene. There's robbers. Wolves blast through the windows. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well maybe the robbery's already happened, and the um, they're getting away with all the gold and stuff, and the wolves are attacking their carriage, and they bring all the Bags of gold back. Oh, the plain fetch. <laughs> there you go. Having, having a little game of th- fetch. 
Thank you all so much for listening to us not come up with a hero anything to do with Avengers Infinity War. Uh, if you like and support us uh, as a podcast and as the superior piece of superhero content coming out this <laughs> week, <laughs> then you can leave us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. Um, whichever handle you leave, we will transform into a hero and there'll be an entire episode about you. You know, It'll also you really help if you can tweet about us, you know, blog about us, whatever, share the podcast link on all social media if you can. That's really helpful. Speaking of social media, we are on Twitter at BBR underscore podcast where we will not only be posting uh, about our episodes and latest updates, but on Wednesdays we'll have uh, our recommendations uh, in image form, which is the best way to view a comic. Uh, <laughs> so you can take a look on there. And on Friday, we'll have a little illustration of Wolf Witch, aka Wags, aka the wolfiest witch you've ever known, by our dearest artist Jade Sarson. I've got to draw some doggos. Mm. So you, you can draw you, as many you as you like because you can have this Yay. pack as big as you like. <laughs> I can't believe this wolf pack is only two wolves big. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, right. I think that's everything apart from you've been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean Good Good Doggo McKnight. I'm Jade. Which Jade? That Jade? Another Jade? Different Jade? Jade from Earth 3? We don't know. I'm a particular Jade. It's awesome. And I am Josh the... Mm. <laughs> Josh the... Mm. Mm. Josh the... Mm. Randall. Nah, do you know what? I'm, I'm good. Randall. <laughs> I was gonna do a long, like, I was gonna do a long drawn out alliteration of white of the West Witch white wags. <laughs> it, got, it got convoluted. I feel as though it's better. No, no one. Another uh, idea that we must drop. Yeah. Ease Josh. Good night. Good afternoon. Good evening. Farewell to you all. Thank you for listening to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, uh, all hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and Josh Randall. Episode 43 has all been edited up by Josh Randall. That's me. Uh, that's all for now. We'll see you again next week for another episode. <laughs>